Welcome to Marvelicious Toys. Hosted by Justin and his amazing friends, Arnie and Marjorie. We bring you news and reviews of Marvel toys, statues, and more. Because not all Marvel collections can be bagged and boarded. They're not just toys, they're Marvelicious. Hello and welcome to Marvelicious Toys year-end review for 2012. I'm Marjorie. I'm Arnie. I'm Justin. And we have a whole slew of people joining us for the next couple of weeks to look back on 2012 Marvel Collecting. First up, photo editor extraordinaire Jeff. Hey there, I'm Jeff. I do the photo editing and I look at all these pictures and I just spent yesterday looking at tons of pictures of Iron Monger and I'm happy I don't have to buy them now because I've seen all I want to see of them. <laughs> also joining us is Jason. Hello everyone. I am a Marvel newbie and I contribute to the online content for the Facebook page. And then we have returning, who he joined us back during our previous Avengers show, Dan Curto. Hey, guys. How are you? I'm an old-school Marvel fan and uh, looking forward to the next batch of toys coming next year. Then longtime listeners should certainly know Jerry. Hey, guys. And we are here looking back at 2012 in Marvel Collecting. And it has been just a huge year. Let's just go down that list again and just give me your impressions of what it's been like to be a Marvel collector in 2012. Jeff, start us off. What was 2012 to you as a collector? It was a bitch. There's so much stuff that came out this year. I mean, forget the Avengers stuff alone. I mean, just the, the whole return of Marvel Legends alone. That was just... I mean, we all expected it, but I just... I never... When I saw them coming, I never really expected that I would be buying damn near all of them, even without the, uh, the Build-A-Figure. But it's, uh, man, there's been some great characters. The figures themselves, I don't think have really ever been better. Um, I, I just can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they went into this year saying, hey, we're going to do one wave, and if it's successful, maybe we'll squeeze a second one in late in the year, otherwise maybe a wave a year. No, three waves, one year. Yeah, huge. We're definitely going to be talking about Marvel Legends. Jason, you're the newbie, but I know you have started adding a couple of Marvel items to your house. You've been sharing some pictures of some custom work to our Facebook page. What's 2012 been for you? Uh, 2012 got me to start collecting Marvel stuff. And what's nice about, obviously, I'm a huge completist. Well, let's refrain. I'm a big Star Wars collector as far as the three and three quarter inch line. But obviously, with the stuff that I do with Yak Face, you have to buy everything that you want in order to keep you know toy guides up to date and just collections up to date. What's refreshing about collecting Marvel is I get a pick and choose, and uh, I, I pick the stuff that I really just really like. I'm big into the three and three quarter inch line. The Avengers is what really kind of kicked things off. Um, I, I enjoyed the Iron Man. Uh, figure line, but I never really picked up anything from that until the uh, Avengers film came out. So I've been picking up figures um, here and there, some Marvel Universe figures that I've really liked, um, some of the Spider-Mans and the Beast and some of the more highly articulated figures. Um, it's amazing what Hasbro does for Marvel in that line, but kind of neglects in, in the Star Wars line at times. 
Um, and then with Hot Toys, a couple shows ago, you brought up that uh, eBay auction for that uh, that set of Tony Stark Black Sabbath clothes. And I totally, as soon as uh, Justin mentioned, it would have been cool if they would have, you know, figured out a way to do a an arc reactor. I'm like, I'm going to do that. And uh, I started cannibalizing a extra uh, Bespin Luke sideshow figure that I had and uh, posted some pictures. And I think it's turned out pretty good so far. And uh, it even almost got me to pull the trigger on the uh, the Hot Toys Mark Seven Iron Man just so I can get the head to use with it and then have the body in. And uh, and head so, but I didn't. I just went the I went the cheap route. <laughs> so far, Maybe we'll see what next year brings. I might dip into the Hot Toys line a little bit, but that's where I am with so far with for collecting Marvel and some of the new f- figures that are coming out. I'll be getting that Professor X. I I've always liked the that's that style of um, Professor X from the cartoon. So and the Jubilee, of course. So I'll be adding a lot more to my collection. I. I, I'm afraid next year. <laughs> I see ModokFace.com in the future. <laughs> right. <M-Modoc-face. laughs> Maybe. Dan, how about you? Well, this year has been definitely an interesting one. Variety and patience, I think, are the, the, the two catchphrases for this year. I mean, with the Avengers, Spider-Man, uh, no, no Ghost Rider, which was good. Um, there's been a lot of options to buy. Captain America toys came back. Thor toys came back. Iron Man 2 toys came back. If you missed those last year, which frankly, I kind of skipped over a lot of that. Uh, like Jason said, I mean, I've been collecting Star Wars, of course, obviously. Um, and I've been shooting them for years. So I have to buy all the Star Wars, all the Marvel Universe, all the Iron Man, Spider-Man, et cetera, et cetera. I kind of took a break this year. And now, thanks to some recent sales, I've been able to get caught back up again on a lot of stuff. Um, but, you know, when you're collecting Minimates and Marvel Select, Superhero Squad, thankfully that's kind of phased out a bit. And then I'm big into three and three quarter inch. Not a big Legends fan, but I appreciate what they're doing. I'm glad that there's more coming out. I would like to see more of Universe as the, as the years continue, but I'm a little worried. Uh, but... It's very exciting, man. More Marvel, definitely. Very cool. Jerry, how about you? Yeah, you know, 2012 was a, a great year. I mean, obviously, and I know we'll talk all about these things in detail, but 2012 was so epic, obviously, with the, the whole Avengers thing coming together and all the different little ways I had fun with, with that from a collecting perspective. I mean, I, I did some of the grab zags. I bought a handful of the mini maids, you know, I just, I just really wanted to, to embrace everything about the Avengers experience. And I think they did such a great job of it, you know, overall. And, uh, but at the same time, I did a good job with my collecting this year of really just going after the things that excited me best. You know, haven't been a completist on any lines of uh, Marvel, uh, be it universe or Avengers. I mean, it just really went after the things that I, that I like and that I enjoy and, you know, it, it, it keeps it fun, you know, when, when you can really 
collect like that. And, you know, and being that, you know, the, the timely review segments that I do, I've, I've had a lot of fun just going back and, and picking up some of my, my favorite items from the, from the past toy biz. You know, I purchased a lot of uh, PlayStation one games this year, which is, which was a lot of fun just to uh, bring those back into the fold, you know, things like the Marvel superheroes, uh, you know, Capcom game and, and just recently picked up uh, X-Men children of the Adam. Just you know, had a lot of fun with that. So I think Marvel's just been a, a, a great place to get in and, and just enjoy collecting kind of on your own terms. I know that sounds weird, but yeah, like uh, there's kind of a theme here that, you know, with other collections I've had, other lines that I've collected, it has in the past felt like that you, okay, entire wave comes out, I got to buy up the whole wave. And I've really gotten away from that on, on all levels. But Marvel's just been one of those that I could really pick and choose and just have a lot of fun with it. One thing I will say, and I will put this out there now, is that I started the year early January with making a hot toys purchase. My first one, I got a Captain America, you know, from the first Avenger movie and loved it. Thought it was a really cool figure and then saw everything coming down the pike. And I'm like, okay, there's no way I put the Captain America on eBay and sold them pretty quick, almost as quickly as I put it, got it in my hands. I'm like, okay, I'm not doing this. I'm not going down this path. Uh, hearing you guys talk about it week in, week out, it seems like a, an amazing line to get into, but just space and money's worth. I just uh, decided to not go that far this year. I got to follow up on that point. You got rid of it. Is it because you didn't think it was worth it when you got it or because you thought it was really worth it when you got it and was like you just can't keep going down there and having that one would tempt you to buy more? Oh, that was absolutely it. I I, I kind of felt like if I bought this and I really liked it, well, you know, all the Avenger ones are going to be really cool and I'm going to want to build the whole team. I'm going to want an Iron Man here and a – you know, an updated Captain America. I'm like, okay, stop, stop, stop. Take the one you have, get rid of it, and go no further. Well, Jeff apparently has the therapy for this. It's called photo editing, and I'm sure he'll be happy to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what about you? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna echo what some others have said before, which it feels like 2012 was the year of stuff, lots of stuff. And if you if you sit back and look at the year on paper, it seems like it would have been pretty easy to map out all these properties and what you're going to put out for these properties and when. And I feel like for the most point, for the most part, everybody did a pretty good job. But since Hasbro is kind of the bane of my existence and the core of my focusing collection, my collection focus, I feel like they gave us a lot of stuff. And at the same time, they dropped the ball in a few areas but they always had something just right in front of your face to kind of keep the string in front of you and keep you interested. But just with so many lines, I mean, we started off with a new wave of MU early in the year, and then MU kind of went away, and we started seeing Spider-Man figures, and then we started seeing Avengers figures, and, oh, yeah, Marvel Legends is coming back, so here's some more waves of those. And, oh, look, here's six-inch versions of the Avengers figures. Oh, and there's six-inch versions of the, of the Spider-Man figures. It's just there was always something out there. I feel like there wasn't, you know, two weeks that went by over this whole year where we weren't out looking for something actively at the stores, which I'm not saying is a bad thing. Actually, that's kind of a good thing. But... To me, the whole year felt a little unfocused in a time when there should have been just laser-like focus with so many properties hitting at certain times. I get that, and that's a good point that we can 
discuss as we get into it a little bit deeper because we are a Marvel collecting podcast, which means we hit a huge scope of things and we look at it from a top down view where it's all Marvel, but maybe it should be seen as Avengers is its own property and Spider-Man is its own property. To us, it seems scattered, but maybe it's as different from the views of Hasbro as G.I. Joe and Transformers are. Very true. And I, you know, I'm hoping we get into it a little bit more later into the, in the show, but yeah, it kind of feels like what I'm getting at and what we're seeing almost ties into some of the quality issues that we've talked about over the past year. Marjorie, what about you? It seems like it was an insane year with the sheer volume of things based on the year before, because we had so many movies. Really, what I remember most is the Hello Carriers at Comic-Con, which how many times did we lug those back and forth? It seems forever. And so many of them. And you only had to do one of those trips. I had to take a load of helicarriers and then come back for more. Yeah, but then I had to take them to Staples to ship. Well, that's true. Yes. Oh, you both know the funnest part of that was running out of the center with three of them under each arm (laughs) trying to get through the crowd. It it was like having a way to block people and knock people down so I could get through and not get run into so much. It's kind of like having a blocker and a bodyguard. And I think we just had a ton of stuff with Marvel this year. I really picked up some neat things just because I think it's hitting its stride with the movies that are coming out just in unbelievable numbers. I can't believe what's going to happen with the movies coming forward soon. So I know it's just a very voluminous year, I think. And for myself, I'm going to echo that. And I think you and I living in the same household, taking the same trips may have had a very similar experience experiencing the same things because you talk about voluminous. I would say for my Marvel collecting this year, if I were to sum up the year in one word, that word would be expansion. Not only have I had to expand literally the square footage of my house, (laughs) I just bought a bigger house and added on a thousand square feet this year. And I'm looking at like, okay, good. Now someplace for the Marvel stuff to go. But Also, just an expansion of what I consider myself a collector of, and I think a lot of that was Avengers hype. I mean, I started off with Marvelicious Toys and with Justin. I'm like, three and three quarter inch figures. That's it. Three and three quarter. No six inch. Hot toys? What's, what is a hot toy? I've never heard of a hot toy. Some okay, Japanese that was company. my fault with the hot toys, and Justin was kind of my <laughs> guidance on that, so I got myself into that hole. Bishojo, oh, come on, that's for pervs. (laughs) So to start not only collecting all of those things and to backfill my gaps, but to also include Grabzags, Chibis, Hero Clicks, Mini Mates, Diamond Select. You're just all in. I'm not all in. That's the scariest part. How could you not be? What are you missing? I'm choosing and picking on the mini mates i'm skipping all the non-articulated stuff i'm skipping all of the squinkies i'm all in on squink i'm not in on the monogram international stuff company that makes the statues with the letters on the bases i mean there is so much and one of our most interactive listeners is mitch halleck we've talked about him with 
Comic-Con and everything. And he is constantly three to four times a week sending me an email going, hey, have you seen this? And it could be the Jack's Pacific figures or the two-inch unarticulated Hasbro figures that you find at Family Dollar. There is so much out there that, yeah, the year definitely began with expansion. Possibly the limit of that was when I got into the trading cards and buying pieces of Scarlett Johansson's wardrobe in trading card form. (laughs) Then I realized perhaps I need to contract back down a little bit. So it's been a very interesting year for Marvel collecting, and I think I can credit so much of that to Avengers movie hype. I remember when the Super Bowl came out early this year and they had that new trailer for the Avengers and it's the first one that showed the Chitari and I'm freeze framing it. It was really the first moment that I became uber hyped for the Avengers and I thought there was no way that movie could live up to the hype. Now we did talk in depth about the movie and our reactions. People can listen to it in the archives, but I think by and large it did live up to the hype, but My God, did it get merchandised. I hadn't noticed. (laughs) You mean that Avengers wasn't direct-to-DVD? In which package of DVD do you mean? (laughs) Yes, there was like seven different ways to purchase that film experience. So looking at it, Jerry, what about the Avengers marketing really struck out at you and pulled you in the most? And where do you think it may have gone too far? Well, first, let me just say that I found this whole Phase 1 Avenger experience to be outstanding. I mean, going all the way back, obviously, to the the first Iron Man movie. I mean, I I even enjoyed the movies last year. I mean, Thor and Captain America, I thought were fantastic movies. And to me, I think they just did a really good job of creating a saga and ending it on the highest possible note. I mean, you you were commenting earlier about from the Super Bowl and how – how could a movie possibly live up to that kind of height? And I think it totally did. And again, we, yeah, I mean, we, we, we talked about the movie in depth, but I think they just did a good job of wrapping that up. And, you know, I, I kind of fear how good can phase two be? Have they, have they really hit the pinnacle of this and everything? Is everything else a, a, a downslide? And maybe we'll talk that later. But, you know, for me, I, I, I wanted to reward Marvel and Avengers for doing such a good job in bringing a film saga together. So, yeah, I I got into the upper deck cards because I do I, I do collect a lot of uh, trading card sets for Star Wars and Marvel. I, I've talked about certain ones on timely reviews. So I enjoyed the upper deck cards that they put out. I um, got into the chibis a little bit, which you didn't have to really buy too much to get a whole set of those. I mean, they were they were pretty easy to predict to get the grab zags you know all, all that like i said i think where it got a little too far and not too far in the sense that i wish they hadn't done it but there are certain places where i just looked at and said okay there ain't no way i'm buying stuff like that for instance the um the the, the soap that they were that they made at toys r us what i thought was a little too far is that you could go to toys r us at the of, you know, the, the big front section of the store where they have all the toys there and they've got these stands of the soap. And it's like, well, okay, that's a little silly. I'm in Toys R Us. I'm not, I'm not, it, this isn't about the soap, uh, the body wash or whatever it was. Although I will say, if you ever took one of those and just opened the cap, there was a really cool, uh, light up feature that would illuminate, you know, through the, you know, translucent soap, which was actually kind of cool. But, you know, that's the packaging nerd in me. That's not the Avenger fan in me talking about that. So, you know, 
I don't know if I if it was too much. This wasn't a Star Wars Episode One type feeling, although I know it was. I know it was that vast, but I, I I guess I'll just have to rest on knowing that I thought the movie was so excellent and so well done and capped that entire Phase One saga so well that I feel good about rewarding them from a merchandising perspective. You know, it's kind of like, hey, I, I'm telling you, you guys did really well. Do it again. I have to agree with you there, Jerry, because, you know, even earlier, as I was just saying, I feel like there was a lot of stuff and I was kind of dinging Hasbro for not being focused. I got to hand it to him at least on the marketing of Avengers stuff, because we've seen in years past on other franchises where the hype is way more than what, you know, shuffles through to retail. And we end up with way too many figures and packs and all this stuff sitting around at the end of the year. And for the most part, I feel like Avengers has done a good job of keeping, you know, the flow going. You know, there's not a ton of Avengers figures still laying around at retail, not like movies in the past. You know, even Thor had a lot of extra figures and stuff like that. But Avengers, I feel like they hit the the mark just about right with the, the hype machine on the meter. I mean, so much so, I, I, I do not collect the Marvel Legends line. But I got the Walmart exclusive set of six-inch figures because I just couldn't get enough of it. That line was so well done. And if anything, I kind of wish they had done a little bit more with the action figure lines and getting us some other characters or maybe versions of the uh, of the main line of folks. I mean, I hate that we didn't get a six-inch, um, you know, scale six-inch of a Black Widow, for instance, in that in that Walmart set. That would have been, you know, really cool. I think that's the number one figure that everybody would like to have seen. Hey, Jason, what about you? What were your Avengers thoughts? You didn't get to join us for that Avengers recap. Right. Um, I was a big fan of, you know, the movies leading up to the Avengers. And like you guys have said, some of you have said, um, you know, they pulled off a huge thing by, you know, coalescing all of these different characters into one movie, you know, weaving the thread that, you know, makes – you know, they call it the cinematic universe. You know, it's they they did an excellent job as far as, you know, um, living up to the expectations of what people thought the movie should be. And um, and because of that, it got me to pick up some of the pick up some of the line. And I think some of that might have been attributed to, you know, Star Wars went through, you know, the past few years of a lull in getting merchandise out to collectors. And I think because of that, I was able to, you know, focus my, or, you know, refocus my collecting a little bit and pick up some things that I probably normally wouldn't have. And dipping my toe into Marvel collecting was one of those, I would say benefits, I think of that lull in merchandise. So, um, I think, I think 2012, um, was really, really good for me as far as, I mean, from Hasbro's standpoint, they got another collector out of, out of me. So, um, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with how things have gone so far. Dan, what about you? The Avengers, obviously, when we talked about the Avengers before, uh, I'm disappointed there isn't a scale Hulk to the three and three quarter inch line. I know that they have a Hulk. I don't particularly like that one, so I'm using my Marvel Universe Hulk when I do my displays because that's just a better figure, I think. A little short, but that's okay. Um, but what I was saying earlier, the, the, patience has been a big factor this year with, with – 
trying to collect because a lot of stuff sold out. I mean, they did bring back Thor, Cap, and Iron Man toys because they had Avengers on the packaging, and stores were like, hey, anything Avengers is selling, so we want to bring all this stuff back. Surprisingly, it moved, too. Um, I didn't expect that, and I had pretty much everything I wanted, but I haven't been a completist with these movie lines. If it's based on a comic book, I'll get those. So I picked up all the Ultimates. I picked up um, the Captain America figures that were based on the film or based on the comics. And I think I got like the Red Skull and and one of the movie caps. Uh, But when it came to the Avengers, I was kind of sitting back and just waiting for sales, waiting to see if I liked them because the articulation was all over the place. And I like to have my figures articulated. But I'm a big Marvel Universe collector, so not having the Marvel Universe line out for most of this year sucked. And I know the focus was on Avengers. I know the focus was on the return of Marvel Legends. But, you know, I think you could have had Universe come out even with, like, another repaint wave or two just to fill in some of the gaps. It's been a long wait. And and now we've got two or three waves hitting at the end of the year. Um, I'm trying to catch up, which is great, but I would like to have seen them scattered more throughout the year. I can definitely hear that. It seems like it was just quite a bit all at once and then nothing after. And given the distribution of the movies of the previous years where you look at Thor and so many of that first wave shipped and sat on the pegs, and then they never were really able to ship some of the later waves. And like you said, your patience paid off. You were finally able to get them. It's kind of interesting to me that Avengers had such a sell-through that we got them all so quickly and not more spread out. And I don't think perhaps they were prepared for such a success or maybe we'd be seeing new figures still at Christmas. I, I think that uh, you know once the Avengers line started coming out and selling through, they shifted their focus over to Spider-Man because that was coming up right behind. And from what I've seen and from my personal tastes, um, Spider-Man isn't targeted at the same kind of collector. Those are more kid targeted figures and you know spider-man apparently is a bazillionaire in the toy line because he has all these different costumes and special gear but that's always kind of been the case with spider-man toys he's sort of like batman in that regard you know you always have a different outfit for each mission obviously he doesn't do in the comics but uh, i've been very um selective in my spider-man purchases well yeah that that kind of speaks to the the lack of focus that I was talking about, because uh-huh. as we've seen in the as we've seen in the past, you know, when there's been a movie line and the Marvel Universe kind of gets pushed to the side for a little bit, they satiate us with good selection of comic figures. I mean, after all, Deadpool came out in the Wolverine line. You know, that was a great figure in the comic series of Wolverine. But with Avengers. It feels like they just kind of dabbled in it. There was like maybe, what, two or three comic versions of the figures. And, you know, I mean, they were what they were, but they weren't all that great. And they didn't really fill a need for the Marvel Universe collector. And on the other hand, like you said, with Spider-Man, it was completely the opposite. It was all comic book characters and all of these other outfits and two movie characters. You got Lizard and a really well-articulated Spider-Man. It depends. It depends where you shop because, it, from what I could see, all the comic Spider-Man figures were available at Target. 
all of the movie or concept were available at Walmart. And I saw very little like of the same ones. It just seemed like it was weird, the distribution in my area anyway. All, all the movie stuff was at Walmart. They had very little comic-based characters, but the exact opposite was true at Target. Yeah, I can see that. I think in my area, there's enough crossover where I think a little bit of all of it kind of leaked out mm. to all places. But Jeff, why don't you weigh in on this? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, Justin lives in this magical land where, like, everything hits because I can't – I mean, he, he's the only person I've ever seen that has never had any serious trouble finding anything. When they um, – exactly what Dan said, when the Avengers figures first came out, they were, like, split by retailer pretty much. But then when they had those Walmart exclusive six inches, I mean, I just never saw them. And I'm in Orange County, California. I mean, there's tons of Walmarts here. There's tons of huge Walmarts here. It finally, it got to the point where I just had, like – like cry and bitch so much that Justin finally said, hey, shut up, man, here, take your damn Hulk, and you sent me one. So, I mean, that was the only way I could – I never found it. It begs. So I think I wrote that on the note to you, didn't I? No, shut you wrote up. me like like no. never – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and – but it's – um you know, as, as far as, um you know, distribution of, of figures or what they made, um I – Personally, I've, my biggest disappointment was that we didn't actually get from either Hasbro or Diamond a Mark Seven six-inch scale figure, and I can see why they put out the Mark Six, but I just thought that was really kind of lazy. But you know, hey, a lot of people didn't get it the first time around, but I did, and so I wanted a new one. Damn it! They might be paying the price for that too, Jeff, because if you look around at any Walmart, if they have any of those six-inch Avengers figures left, it's all Iron Man. If they would have maybe sculpted a new version. That would have sold just as well as the rest of them. Well, battle damage paint sounded so much cooler, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and, you know, right here, they're, they are all completely – every Walmart I go to is completely loaded to the gills with their uh, six-inch Spider-Man figures, except for that new unmasked one, which you found. And now I have to curse your name for it because now you reminded me that it exists, and i got to try to find it. Um. But as as far as like marketing for the movie itself, I I think they did nothing wrong. I'm one of those people who doesn't really watch a whole lot of television. I don't really, you know, the only movies I see, you know, if they they don't have superheroes or ninjas or robots or Godzilla or something like that, I'm not there. So I'm able to avoid, you know, hype that annoys the hell out of so many other people. So I never had a problem with, you know, being bombarded left and right with commercials or anything like that. Um, the merchandise they made, Jerry pointed out that that uh, that Avengers soap body wash. And, you know, that's that is a pretty ridiculous item. But, you know, if you've seen I don't know how it is in your area, Jerry, but if you've seen some of the scalpers that show up at the Toys R Us stores here first thing in the morning, you'd know exactly why they put that body wash out front for them to get. <laughs> well played. And that's all that's I got. What, that's what the perfume and cologne sets are for. <laughs> Marjorie, what about you with Avengers? Oh, my God. It was everywhere. It was a huge movie, first of all. I have to say that it, this movie reached the depths of, like, my father's mind, who describes most movies as, you know, that one movie with that guy. He knows who Hulk is because of this. So I had a lot of fun being in the full Avengers mode with looking for toys and all the sort of things that come with them. And then it just kind of petered out. I expected like a full summer onslaught of new toys and there's been nothing. And I, I haven't you experienced the same thing, Arnie? I mean, that's, it just seems like it was all at once. And now we're just kind of like crickets, crickets. 
I think the demand is still there. I think that the figures are still selling through. I know that our Walmart stocked up on those six inch figures again over the holidays just to sell through completely. I still see the prices that these figures go for at toy shows. I mean, the movie made over a billion dollars. People are eating up anything with the Avengers name on it. Comic sales are better than they've been in a long time. A lot of people are attributing the big hit movies as to why. And like Curto said, you had Avengers, but it followed right up with Spider-Man. And Avengers cast such a long shadow. We were recording a show just a few weeks ago, and I had to go back and edit it because I mentioned Avengers making a billion dollars and then went Spider-Man and didn't realize it also made three quarters of a billion dollars. I mean, that is a one-two punch that even in the year of the Dark Knight Rises, DC has to be feeling the heat of that. That's Star Wars buying money. (laughs) So what about the Spider-Man stuff? I mean, I just watched the movie recently was the first time I saw it, and it was, I would say it's okay, but the toys, I I couldn't get into any of the toys. They, like like was said, they're all kind of gimmicky, you know, whether it was, you know, glow-in-the-dark paint or just the weird different pack-ins and stuff. It, it wasn't my Spider-Man, I'll say. I'm more of a fan of or the, the versions that have come out in the Marvel Universe line. You know, I I didn't like the... Obviously, some of the articulation on the on the Amazing Spider-Man line was lacking in points, except for that one ultra-opposable version. But I I didn't like some of the sculpting on that on that figure in particular. Um, I just I don't think that the toy line I, I I see that in in the stores more than anything as far as the pegs being full. And I don't and I don't necessarily think that means that it's selling through and getting replenished. I think it means it's sitting. The problem with Spider-Man is once you buy Spider-Man, you're done. And unless they throw in a lot of villains, you know, there's not really more that you really need to get. But at this point, if you're collecting along the way over the years, you already have several Venoms. You already have Green Goblins. You already have Lizards. You already have Doc Ox. And they don't seem to be doing anybody else but those characters that were in the movies that kids know. So they need to change it up a bit. Whatever happened to that Shocker figure? Why don't they re-release that one? Yeah, I was going to say, it's sad that the absolute best Spider-Man figures of this year were released in Australia. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because they had a three-pack that was exclusive to, I think, Zales down there or Kmart or maybe a shared exclusive that came with a repaint of the Venom figure as anti-Venom. But compared to that, nothing in the U.S. line compared they're needed to expand the line even if it is with repaints of hobgoblin and green goblin they started doing that in some of the multi-packs but the main line i understand that toy companies tell us that the hero sells best and it's great to have 18 versions of the hero out there when we started marvelicious toys i always referred to the banana batman that i used to see hanging from pegs from that old movie line around the time of batman forever batman and robin that a batman in his yellow suit and batman in his blueberry suit just because they said that sells i don't know what kid wants yellow batman above a riddler but That's what they tell me. And apparently kids would prefer Spider-Man on a snowboard to Hobgoblin or Carnage. I don't get it, 
but that's what they seem to think. But they seem to only do this with these more kid-oriented lines like Spider-Man. You don't see them necessarily doing that much of a focus in Avengers, but they did do it with Iron Man 2, so it's... They started with Captain America a bit. Yeah, Captain America definitely did that, but Iron Man 2 was just the repaints from hell. I mean, once you got to the concept series there, it was over. Yeah, see, for me on the Spider-Man, and I, and I really wanted to get all the Spider-Man figures that represent the movie best and dan like you said that was like two figures you you could have bought and i bought a few more but I mean, you could have bought the the best spider-man you liked and i don't know if any of them was a perfect movie representation i think there's like two maybe three figures if you took a little bit of this a little bit of that a little bit of that maybe they got all three all the elements right but for me what kind of messed messed up the spider-man figure launch was that the very first wave that it seemed like you could find very easily had no movie characters they were the comic and maybe even some concept series i don't remember but i mean mostly comic is what stood out when i first saw the line you had that weird spider-man with the gym shoes you had and at first i was kind of excited about that doc ock i liked that look of them but when you open them and put the tentacles on it's like this horrendous backpack that is difficult to display with the rest of the figures. And there was something about the Venom figure. I don't even remember him, but there was something about the Venom figure from that line. I looked at it, I was like, oh, you know, I want to like this, but I can't. And then there was a goblet in there. And I, I think those figures are, you know, kind of hit and miss in terms of finding them. So, I mean, you know, perhaps there's some, uh, I don't know, limited edition. I don't want to use that term. That's not right. But, I mean, it's, they're not as plentiful as what we ended up getting with a, a plethora of the movie figures. But at first, I'm just like, well, crap, this sucks. Where's all the movie characters? I mean, you, you've always been giving me these comic-y Green Goblins and Ox and things like that. Where's the movie? And I wonder if by the time the movie figures really start trickling, trickling out, the, the, the movie hype was already done because that one came and gone. I mean, I'm surprised to hear that that movie made so much money. It made most of its money outside the U.S., come to find out. And it only made $260 million in the U.S., you know, only, but I think it had a $200 million budget. So that one seemed like it was in and out as quickly, in, you know, out as soon as it was in, unlike Avengers. But, yeah, the toy line just it, – it didn't jive with the, with the movie release very well. Yeah, the weird thing about the Spider-Man movie for me is that I agree with kind of what's been said where it was okay. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I didn't think it held a candle to the Raimi stuff. But that seems to be the older person's attitude. We seem to think, even though it's only been 10 years, the Raimi Spider-Man is our Spider-Man. But a lot of younger viewers hate the Raimi stuff, find it cheesy, and really like the dark, angsty tone of this new Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. So I think that while it didn't make half its money in the States, it's really building an audience of people in their early 20s and younger who are going to turn out and make the one coming out in just a year and a half even bigger. Yeah, I mean, Arnie, you're, you're absolutely right on that. I, I actually saw Spider-Man on a Wednesday and went straight from the movie theater to the, the Wednesday night services we have at our church. And there's a handful of people there that um, at my church who are, you know, 18 to 25 who are really into movies like this. And as soon as I got to church that night, they like, okay, what'd you think? Cause they knew I was going to see it. And I, I told them how much I liked it. And like, Oh, me too. It was so much better than those Tobey Maguire movies. I'm like, no, no, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I think part of what it was is that at their ages, the movie they most remember being out 
is Spider-Man 3. And at that point, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I see it. But you really need to go back and watch the first two again. <laughs> hey, that, I don't know how much water that holds because, you know, I'm about the same age where I could tell you that Rocky was way better than Rocky Balboa, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a fair comparison. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I feel like Spider-Man and the property and all the marketing around it, especially coming out of Hasbro, really was maybe the most just mad cash grab out of all the stuff we saw this year. Just for all the reasons everybody's talked about, where it was just completely and blatantly aimed at kids, which is fine if that's the excuse. But, you know, there were a few high, high points there. You know, that could have been a line that I as a collector, roundly just ignored. But, you know, they did a very good, to my eye, movie version in the three and three-quarter inch line there. The lizard was okay. The sculpt was good. The articulation it was okay. But then the six-inch figures that they came out with, you know, they, they fit in just fine with the Marvel Legends line. So no complaints from me there on the four that they end up coming out with. But they came out so late. It's a little bit of what I was saying. Those, by the time those six-inch figures really came out and they're everywhere, the DVD was about to come out. And I, I, and I, I don't get the timing of all that with the Spider-Man. Oh, I totally agree. The, the figures hit earlier than they should have, and they've stuck around. The three-and-three-quarter-inch figures hit earlier than they should have. They overshipped them. They overpriced them, for one. That's one thing we need to talk about is the overall scale of pricing on figures this year. But you're right. The, the six-inch figures didn't really come out in time for the movie. They came out after the movie. Just one quick comment, though. I mean, as we talk about articulation, you know, I'm, I prefer, you know, well, I should say less articulation for me is okay if it's a good sculpt and the figure stands. But that aside, if you think you have articulation bad on anything Marvel, the Batman Dark Knight Rises three and three quarter inch figures absolutely oh. sucked. <laughs> Those are five points. Now they're four ninety nine, five ninety nine, and Mattel even came out and said, "Oh no, no, those are just for kids for playing with. If you if you want to collect something, here's that movie master line or whatever." But man, those three and three quarter inch figures really were ter- terrible. Speaking as a, a huge, huge, huge Batman fan, I completely agree with you. <laughs> I mean, those are just. See, that's Mattel, and Mattel is older than dirt, and their policies and their sculpting, their procedures, that's, that all goes to match. They're a company that just does repaint after repaint. They love putting out figures that have no new sculpt details but just new painted on costumes. And, you know, I've seen pictures online. They're doing the same thing with Man of Steel. They did it with Green Lantern, did it with Dark Knight Rises. Just it's, it's so cheap for them to make they can't afford not to. See, I have to agree with that because with, with with the different lines that Mattel has done for their movies, they're they're all obviously targeted towards kids, and there's like almost no effort put into it. Um, you did see a lot of effort with Hasbro this year coming out with the Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe uh, and then Marvel uh, for Avengers, but th- there's more attention to detail with the the. Extra action feature accessories, if you will, the oversized snap-on armor. You can ignore those, frankly. I just throw them into the bin because I only want to see the characters as I know them. But, uh, (laughs) you know, the Batman line was terrible. And it's everywhere. Everywhere. Spider-Man is sitting everywhere, too. You know, if you're looking at 
collecting this year. There's a lot of variety, like I said in the beginning, but it's mostly for kids. And I have to wonder, considering it's all sitting on the peg still, how many kids are really into this stuff anymore? You know, adult collectors, like we're all sitting around talking about it. We're collecting it. Sure. Are kids collecting this? I don't know. You know, aside from the movies for a second, Dan, one thing I will say that maybe I was successful as a parent this year, I, I never could get my son into Star Wars. And, you know, that's a topic for a different podcast that, you know, few of us happen to be involved in, by the way. But <laughs> one thing that, you know, that, that I was happy about this year is that my son really digs, he's 11, really digs the Marvel Universe figures. Never got into the movie figures. Never got into, you know, couldn't care less about the Amazing Spider-Man. He's lukewarm in the Avengers, but he really likes the Marvel Universe line. And I'm really happy to see him getting into the, the depth of characters. And he would just, he would just pull out all the, you know, all the characters, create his, his own little crossover. And every Iron Man figure he has has about six or seven. In his mind, they're different characters. He, he, he creates, you know, this Iron Man's for this and this Iron Man's for this. They're not all Tony Stark. They're just all guys in suits. And he has a blast with them. So there's a little kid interest in this still. But, yeah, I don't, I don't see action figures. I'm sorry? How old is he? He's 11. Okay. But I don't see action figures really being high on kids lists anymore of my favorite toys so let me ask you this then is has he gotten into the lego sets at all because avengers lego is hugely popular with some of the kids that i know you, you know i bought a couple sets because i wanted to get some of the characters and we've built them and he likes them a little bit but it'll only be if i buy him first and then he'll help me build them but to him he really likes the action figures okay yeah, we've gone way more into Spider-Man than we ever should have. <laughs> you say that I'm the one swimming in the Spider-Man figures. Sucker. Oh, we didn't give Ghost Rider toys. It's oh, oh, I'm about to. Oh. <laughs> it needs to be forgotten. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. I thought you were talking about the porno. <laughs> Did you buy the toys for that one, Justin? I did buy the toys for that one. I was a completionist there. <laughs> Talk about glow in the dark. They fit in your pocket. <laughs> that was just a T-ball for everybody. Did it come with batteries? <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> yeah. You know, that kind of goes back, though, to the toys being aimed at kids and the fact that Hasbro doesn't seem to make too many toys for the non-Marvel-produced movies. I think they couldn't get away from Spider-Man because it's so big it was profitable. But last year they ignored X-Men First Class. Bad mistake. This year they ignored Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Maybe a smart idea. Yeah, that might have been. Not only was the movie ridiculous, but I don't see little kids wanting to be like Nick Cage. Hey, it's going to be the first movie we watch when the 3D theater gets set up. The second one is both better and worse, if that makes any sense. It's from the makers of the Crank films, so it has a little bit of that madcap craziness to it. But yet, it's terrible. It's got a horrible story. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> As a avowed Ghost Rider fan who actually has bought a lot of Ghost Rider toys this year from the 90s Toy Biz line since Hasbro didn't make one, I don't think their last one did very well, so. Yeah, but yet they made another one. Who knew? Well, let's close out discussion of movies real quick. Next year, 
Iron Man 3, Wolverine, and Thor 2. Which one's toys are you most looking forward to? We'll start with Marjorie. Okay, Wolverine, of course, because I love Wolverine. I named my dog Logan. Was Is the next X-Men movie coming out next? Ah, that's the year after. Dang it. I know. I can't wait either. I mean, Iron Man, yeah, it's going to be a great movie. However, he has more costume changes than Cher, and all the repaints are just, like, insane. There's, like, evening out, Iron Man. You know, going to the grocery store, Iron Man. Costco, Actually, Iron Justin's Man. been trying to custom each of those. Costco, Iron Man? <laughs> For when he goes to buy his 36 rolls of supersized toilet paper? <laughs> I'm well on my way. I think he sends Jarvis for that one. Oh, he sends Jarvis. Okay. <laughs> I, I just think that the Wolverine with maybe the, the, it's taking place in Japan and it's going to, I think, have some really great Asian influences maybe in the line with some of the costumes, maybe in the movie or something. And I, I'm a big fan of a lot of the Japanese toys and different things like that. So I'm hoping some of this kind of Japanese culture and style is incorporated into the toys. Justin, what about you? That's a tough question because, you know, on paper, I feel like Wolverine has already been pretty well tread territory, especially in that first line. You know, we spoke about earlier, they really went deep into some comic line guys in that series. And with three movies coming out, I have to wonder if each one of them is going to get a huge, huge line of attention from Hasbro in the three and three quarter inch. But... If I had to pick one, just based on the movie costumes that we've seen already from Iron Man, I would really like to get my hands on six-inch and three-and-three-quarter-inch versions of that Iron Patriot-looking war machine and, you know, Tony Stark's Mark 42 or whatever it's going to be. So I'm pretty excited about that. Screw six-inch. I want the hot toy of that Iron Patriot. It is my work <laughs> desktop wallpaper already. I am drooling on it. <laughs> See, that's a guaranteed, though. You know, you know, Hot Toys is going to hit the high points from those movies. It's the it's what Hasbro is going to do to fill in the gaps from what's not in the movies that scares me. Jerry, where's your movie love lie? You know, I'm not really anticipating that there's going to be. I don't know traditional action figured lines for these movies. I mean. Haven't we heard some odd things about the Iron Man 3 figures? And kind of like what you said earlier, Arnie, I don't know if the Wolverine line will get a huge push. I guess I guess Wolverine figures are just stupid if you don't make. But, you know, I, I, I'm not really sure how that's going to land, if it's going to have the right kid audience for them to really go all in on. I'm looking forward to all these movies, but I'm not looking forward to... I guess I shouldn't say I'm not expecting the toy lines to blow me away. Dan, what's your thought? Uh, well, I'm a big Wolverine and X-Men fan, so I'm looking forward to seeing what they have for that. Uh, I haven't really followed too much about Thor, but it doesn't appear that he changes his outfit, so I already have Thor in, his, in that outfit. I'm good. And I didn't particularly care for the Thor movie figures the first time around. I was looking forward to Thor comic-based figures, which they didn't make. Uh, so I was very excited when Beta Ray Bill came out this year. Very, very excited about that one. Iron Man, eh, you know, I got a lot of Iron Man figures at this point. <laughs> I'm good. And I do have a lot of Wolverine figures. However, there's some new characters in this film that they haven't had in, in action figure form before, at least in the Wolverine line. We'll, we'll see. I mean, 
sidetrack for a second. The uh, X-Men First Class, I would really like to see those guys brought back, even if it's just leading up to the next one. And I'm very excited to see, to hear that uh, Hugh Jackman will be playing a part in the next X-Men First Class movie, Days of Future Past. Rumored. Rumored at this point, yeah. But, I mean, you can't make that movie without him being in it. You just can't do it. But that's just my opinion. Jason? Um, of the three lines, I would say I think my heart uh, falls with Iron Man 3. Um, I think that was that was the movie that kind of, I mean, being Iron Man, which kind of caught my attention as far as a collecting aspect. So um, as long as they produce you know, decent figures that that are from the movie and fit in well with the others and don't have a lot of gimmicky things or don't have some of these weird build uh, accessories. I'm not sure how that was explained where some parts tie in with other things. Um, but I think I'm looking forward to the Iron Man 3 figures. For. I've never been a Thor fan for some reason. I mean, he's cool and everything, but just not my bag, I guess. And uh, I think I'll be sticking with um, picking up some Iron Man 3 stuff, though. Jeff, how about you? You know, as as obvious, I guess, as it is, uh, Iron Man 3 is just going to – I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to owning, you know, several, several dozen more repaints of the same six figures, especially now that they're going to have apparently 80-something armors. So I guess I should have said the same 80 figures. The um, – for first class, that really – it really depends. I mean, I'm hoping now that Brian Singer's on board that they'll get some of the real X-Men characters in there and make good figures of those because I like what Toy Biz did with the X2 line and I'd like to see those, uh, you know, something like that in three and three quarter. Uh, but Thor, I think that, that has some, some good potential. If nothing else, I really hope they continue their, you know, I guess Walmart exclusive six inch line of those so I can get a, finally get a six inch Heimdall because that guy was just awesome. He didn't do all that much in the movie, but man, he was like the one character I wanted the figure of the most, and I never found that deluxe one. And maybe we can get a uh, Rainbow Bridge playset this time around. That thing was awesome. It was like it was like disco fever to the stars. <laughs> All right, well, thank you all for joining us this week. We're all going to be back again next week looking at the non-movie-based collectibles from Hasbro and Diamond and Sideshow and so many other companies. Until next time, true collectors. Make mine marvelicious. See ya. Woo-hoo. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marvelicious Toys. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help our show by leaving a positive review for the show on iTunes. There's even more Marvelicious content at our website, MarveliciousToys.com. At the site, you can see pictures of the products we discussed, find checklists for Marvel toys, talk and trade with the Marvelicious forums, and much more. It's all at MarveliciousToys.com. We want to hear your thoughts on Marvel collectibles. You can leave reports of your latest toy finds as well as product reviews on our voicemail at 803-MARVEL-4 or email an MP3 or iPhone voice memo to show at MarveliciousToys.com. Marvelicious Toys is produced and edited by Arnie Carvalho. Podcast enhancement by Barrett. Marvelicious website design by Jason. Graphic design by Justin. Announcements by Brock. The Marvelicious theme song, Bam Pow Kablam, is composed by Joe Harrison. 
See more of Joe's work at www.starwarsfanworks.com slash lionsmouth. If you also like Star Wars, Star Wars Collecting is covered weekly at our other podcast, Star Wars Action News, which you can find at SWActionNews.com. Marvel Comics and all of the Marvel Multiverse contains are the intellectual property of Marvel Entertainment Incorporated, a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company, and no infringement is intended. Marvelicious Toys is a Venganza Media production. Copyright 2012. All rights reserved. First up, photo editor extraordinaire and purveyor of perverse things, Goff. <laughs> I don't know how to What do I say to that? Um, hi, my name is Goff. And I do photos, and apparently I'm a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> you learn so much about yourself, Arnie introduces you. <laughs> and also joining us now, 